You're listening to Boots to Biz with Army veterans Teresa Huntley and Veronica Tonight. Tactical lessons for today's entrepreneurs. We're out. Welcome back to Boots to Biz, episode two. We're talking today about winning the day. Hey, Teresa, how's your week going? Hey, good, good. Thank you. Lots of um, progress over here in the Huntley household, for sure. We just got back from spring break, so that's good. We um, took a seven-day adventure south. You know, I'm here in Middle Tennessee, and we drove to Florida, and we hit up um, Daytona Beach, then um, Orlando, and then we ended our vacation in Jekyll Island. And if you've not been to Jekyll Island off the coast of Georgia, it is so beautiful, quiet beaches, um, not a lot of people there, and just this old, fun town. And it's got a lot of money in the town. So I learned something really fun. You want to know? Yeah, yeah, what you got? So, so like um, all the rich people that started the Americas, right? Um, they, that was kind of their summer hangout. So they all have their own little mansion cottages that you can walk down the plantation street and like the Vanderbilts, you know, and you know, some of these, um, higher up names. So it was neat. It was really cool to just decompress and take some time because yeah. we're go, go, go as entrepreneurs, you know? We are. And I'll, we were talking about, you know, you took the kids to Orlando and all that, and that's not really so much vacation for you. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah no yeah definitely not a vacation when you're um worried about what time you're getting to the park and who's going to be on the first rides and trying to beat all the lines and it was rush 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 for a couple yeah. of days and then smartly strategically placed in some relaxation time too there you go there you go yeah that's why the other day so you see me i'm in colorado and i'm in this you know very heavy hoodie because it's still snowing here it's like 30 degrees here today you know so oh i went ahead i went ahead and just booked a quick trip to puerto rico for next february because i know by then i'll be crazy again <laughs> from all the snows so I, I love texted it. you i was like hey you want to go to puerto rico mm -hmm. <laughs> it's you're like what's there i said absolutely nothing but beaches <laughs> I know nobody. I speak no Spanish. I've just always wanted to go. There are beaches and because we can, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, that's funny because it shows the differences of our personalities. Like you said, I've always wanted to go. Let's go. And I said, well, what's there? <laughs> like, I've got to have a purpose for when I go. It's so funny. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Well, part of being able to go do those things, if we choose to, is, um, you know, being able to establish some good daily habits, daily wins. And, you know, I think uh, we were just chatting about that earlier, you know, being in the military kind of sets us up for some of that, right? Um, for sure. And I know you wanted to chat a little bit about that as we get started. Yeah. You know, I, I think our foundation, when you have um, a your service connected and maybe maybe it is yes being in the military but i do think that um spouses and their children receive this as well i've i've talked with a lot of military families and the children of you know someone that was in uh the military and we just learn how to win the day how to win the day well um prior to us hopping on today i said to my husband who you know retired with 23 years um in the united states army um, he was a power generations mechanic for you know e1 through e6 and then when he uh, hit e7 and was senior enlisted um, then your job title kind of changes and you take more of that managerial role um so i said to him hey babe um, you know, like if I said, how, you know, how did the military set you up to win the day? He just looked at me. It's so funny. Entrepreneurs think very differently than, um, other people. Our brains don't work the same. And he just looked at me, goes, what do you mean by that? Like <laughs> Such a foreign concept. So, you know, it's like, I, you just do what you got to do. You know, you just do what you got to do. And then he goes, are you talking for like a private or are we talking like a non-commissioned officer or an officer? I'm like, no, you're not, you're not understanding what I'm asking you. Okay. So I'm like, you know, the, the head stuff, the mental and the physical, right? How do you get your head in the game 
and your physical body prepared to win the day. That's what I mean. And he goes, you're asking the wrong person. And he walked out the door. <laughs> that is so funny because it, it really is funny because one of the things I want to talk about today that I believe in very strongly is that in order to be a successful business person, there are other areas in our life that we have to dominate, that we have to be successful in, right? And sure. one of the, so, and they, they may be different for everybody, but I do think that there is a common ground across the board for some things. Um, for me, it's exercise, sweating at least 30 minutes a day. Uh, you know, I used to be more intense with it when I was a competitive bodybuilder. Uh, when I was riding a bicycle across Texas, 500 miles, you know, I used to be pretty competitive yeah. with all of that. Um, and then of course I have the, I have a lung disease from being exposed to burn pits in Iraq and all of that. So that kind of shut down some of those things. Um, and then some major surgeries, but it doesn't mean that I don't have that baseline of, I got to exercise daily. And I'll tell you when I don't, my pain levels are so much higher. So what, what does that do to a business person when your pain levels are higher, right? Mm -hmm. How your focus is off. Yeah, you're distracted. Right. You get those mm -hmm. endorphins. You get that energy. It gives me so much more energy to work out first yeah. thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then the day is just like, I could, I can tackle anything, you know? Um, whereas on days where I don't do that, I kind of feel like I'm, you know, not really um, honest with what I say in a way, because it's like, that's such an important thing to me. And if I'm not doing it, Yet I'm talking about doing it. So I will tell you, I read my bike 40 minutes this morning, my indoor bike. <laughs> Just so anybody's questioning, you know. Um, Thank you I was on for, that for being your best for us today. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, you know, because I, I, I wouldn't want to come on here and talk about, oh, you got to work out first thing in the morning. Now, you don't have to work out first thing in the morning. That's just what works for me, right? Right. Um, and then fueling my body. Like if I don't fuel my body right, then I'm going to have crashes from carbs or sugar. I'm going to be dehydrated if I don't drink my gallon of water a day, which is my limit that I have for myself. I do live in Colorado, just so you know. <laughs> we get a little dehydrated here. Um, so you'll see me drink water. I Yeah, we mm -hmm. do not stop drinking our water just because we're on here. We're going to drink our water. And um, sure. yeah, and so if I don't if I don't give myself that hydration, then my brain isn't going to operate properly. So mm -hmm. how am I going to be on point as a business person? Yeah. You know, and I think as veterans as well, we already have issues that we deal with, you know, with my lungs and then mm -hmm. have a, a toxic hypoxic brain injury. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of us have traumatic brain injuries as well. I mean, I got a few of them, so I'm, I'm kind of, I got a few, <laughs> a few things stacked against me here, you know, but uh, so if there's like one thing off though, that can mess up how well my brain can work when it's already challenged yeah. in a way, you know? For so sure. um, finding the right words, you know, I, I had a really difficult call earlier today for a nonprofit that I'm with. It's, you know, nothing to do with my business, but it had to be on point with my people mm -hmm. skills and how I was going to moderate certain things and mm -hmm. um, protect certain, you know, things that need to be protected. So mm -hmm. uh, if my, if I weren't there, you know, with the right energy, with the right brain space and all of that and the right fuel to my body, I might mm -hmm. not have been as effective, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. And I would just challenge people that if this has never been a priority for you um, before, just try it, test it out and see what, um, you know, doing something for a couple of weeks, like getting 30 minutes of exercise. Um, and you called it what sweat 30 minutes of sweat. Mm -hmm. And that, yeah. that can look differently for every person. I really like high intensity um, interval training. I do hit workouts. Um, I go to a gym called F45 here in um, Middle Tennessee, and here's what I love about it. I don't have to do anything except for show up. That is it. I just show up. The habit is not exercising. The habit is showing up, right? Yep. And we're learning That's this. Um, I know you're reading uh, a book like I am called Atomic Habits. I, I love this book. And when we do the hard thing of showing up, the rest is downhill from there. So um, it's 45 minutes of interval, high intensity training, Tuesday, Thursdays, we do strength training, Monday, Wednesday, Friday um, is more cardio based. And then Saturdays is a hybrid version, but it's an hour long. So it's a really good workout. I burn a ton of calories and I feel amazing when I'm done. Um, and that is those endorphins that you're talking about, but you don't have to start there you know, maybe start with a brisk walk, 
maybe start with being more intentional with leaving water around your house. I loved that tip in this book um, where you you place markers around your house to trigger your memory until you get it down as a habit, right? So leave full glasses of water in different rooms that you know you go to, one on the bathroom sink, one on the kitchen counter, one at your office desk. And when you walk into that room, oh, slam the glass of water. Such a great idea. It is. And, you know, it's it's interesting. You say you love the hit training, see, and and I have to modify, right? Because I have the issues. So sure. I have other things that that I like to do. And I mean, I love the hit training if I could do it, but <laughs> probably could. I'm just now lazy now. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just used to doing my more endurance stuff. But um, but you're right. And you know, one of the other things that I like to do daily too is read. Mm-hmm. Read something that is um self-development, self or professional development, self-development, something like that, not a novel about whatever, you know. Yeah. Um and if you come to my house, you'll see books everywhere. There are books like there's one right there. That's the atomic habits. It's right there. Mm-hmm. On my my uh coffee table, I have the uh stoics. Yeah. I like yeah. to read the Stoics. They have a daily, yeah. uh, like a daily meditation. Uh, I have my Discipline is Destiny book, which I've already read, but I like to go back. Nothing. I also have a David Goggins book out that I've already read. I like to go back because I've highlighted. I'm a very active reader, so I highlight as I read. Otherwise, I fall asleep. There's just a brain thing. You know, I got to be doing something, right? So one of the other things I've actually implemented recently is an audible while I'm reading. And I'm highlighting just to keep my focus because I'm a little ADD, you know, Mm -hmm. and that really helps me stay on point with my reading. And Mm -hmm. where all of this came from for me was just before the pandemic hit, just before COVID, I'd started on the 75 hard program. Right. I remember. A A lot of people have heard of that. Yeah. And I, and that's very intense. That is two 45 minute workouts a day one must be outdoors and I did this in the winter just call me stupid I'm going I'm in Colorado uh (laughs) you've always really grabbed on to a challenge that seems kind of unreachable and you just you tackle it and then you master it so I admire that about you I would look at the outside thing and be like I it's too hot out there (laughs) up past there were days it was snowing so much that I took my spin bike and put on the back porch, the back deck and <laughs> rode out there because he said, I don't care if you have to pull your treadmill out in the rain, you know, you got to do it outdoors. So I said, okay, well, here, challenge, challenge, you know, challenge accepted. I'll pull my okay. spin bike out. Uh, and that one, I didn't have to plug in like my Peloton. I wouldn't do that with my Peloton because I don't want it to get wet or anything. But I did that. Uh, you have to drink a gallon of water a day. You have to read your 10 pages from a book a day. You have to take pictures of yourself every day, every day. It's a progress picture every day. And you have to drink your gallon of water a day. I think I may have already said that. And you have to eat a diet according to your goals. And at that time I was keto. That was kind of my thing. So that was plan. And I completed it 75 days of doing that. Had I been... (laughs) Maybe a little more, you know, at that point, you're like, I, I think I'm just going to take a break. You know, maybe only work out once a day. Yeah, and, sure. and that's okay, because it's kind of a non-sustainable, not everybody's going to be able to do 45 minutes a day like that and whatever. That's more like a competitor. It, that yeah. was my competitor schedule when I was bodybuilding. Yeah. It got to be a little bit more towards the end, but that was about my competitor schedule. So what the reason that I created something actually in my business and for my teammates in my business is called time to win hashtag time to win the number two. The reason that I created that I scaled it down to make a little more sense, you know, and this is for someone who's been sitting on the sofa for a long time and eating a bag of chips and wanting to start a business. Well, we got to figure that out, you know, so sure. 30 minutes is not too much to ask. Go walk your dog. Yeah. Go, go. If you can't get out because it's snowing, do walking lunges in your living room and maybe do burpees. Chris, my husband will always say, just do 50 burpees. You'll be good. Do 100 burpees. You'll be good. I'm like, yeah, no. I'll figure out something else. That's a lot of burpees. I get to like number six and I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling warm. (laughs) 
Well, he's a Spartan racer and a coach for Spartan races. So that's kind of part of that whole lifestyle yeah. is doing burpees. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and then, you know, I was drinking a gallon of water because I think everybody just should just to stay hydrated. And plus, if you're going to the bathroom all day long, you're not getting in other people's business and you have no ah. time for drama. <laughs> <laughs> and then eat real food. Just if it's real, if you can't pull it off a tree, pluck it out of the ground or off a bush or you know, shoot it, catch it, kill it, don't eat it. So that means Doritos you cannot pull off of a tree. <laughs> what about right? popcorn? I really like popcorn. <laughs> don't get me started on corn in America. Anyway, okay. that's a whole other, okay. that's a whole podcast, girlfriend. Anyway. <clears throat> so uh, popcorn's a no is what you're saying. Maybe it's yeah. a half no. It, yeah. Well, I mean, corn is a plant <laughs> now mixed with all those terrible seed oils or whatever you're using to pop it. I don't know. You know, that's where I, I don't know. I don't know how you're doing it. You know, if you, if you do it or you make it yourself at home and you don't put anything crazy in there, but butter, then okay. Okay. Popcorn and butter. That's fine. That's fine. But if you're going to cool. add all this other crazy stuff, then we're, we're going to have to say hard no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, every now and then it's fine. Like, obviously, obviously there's, I have pizza once a week. That is my thing. Pizza is my jam. That is my, that is my moment. You know, pizza. You know, so once a week. Now I try to get a good pizza, maybe a gluten-free crust. Maybe, you know, I, I make my own at home. I do the Paul Newman's has the organic pizzas. I don't, yeah. You know, the crust and all that's organic. So that's good. Just, you know, I have pizza once a week. Whatever. You can have those moments. Right. Then I think uh, the other part I do recommend that they read, that we all do, read 10 pages from a book a day. So I pulled some of that from the 75 Hard Program to sure. just condense it down for someone who's just starting to try to make some healthier choices. Yeah. And I do believe another piece that I kind of I added to it was five minutes of meditation, prayer work, visualization, whatever that is for you. For me as a business owner, I like to visualize where I'm going. What does that look like? What does it look like walking across the stage at our big event that we get to have every year, kind of our mm -hmm. big uh, Emmy Emmys award night, you know, mm -hmm. uh, what does that look like? Or what does it look like when you pick up the keys to the next free car, right? Mm -hmm. What does that look like when you get to go on that next vacation that you pay for, like right now paying for Jamaica for Chris and I to go there? Those types of things, you know, just take a few minutes to just visualize. Yeah. I don't know. I like so that. I've loved watching your your journey in time to win. It's been it's been really good. Um, for me, I think uh, you know one of the probing questions that we asked was, you know, what does daily winning look like, right? So I I really sat down and I like evaluated because I'm crazy successful in everything that I put my hand to, and part of it is my belief factor. I've, I really believe in myself and my ability. And I think if you're coming from a position of confidence, which a lot of people really struggle with um, being confident and believing in themselves. And I know this to be true because we mentor, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people um, weekly and monthly. And it's, it's unbelievable that 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 is the one of the biggest Achilles heels that a lot of people have is they just don't believe in themselves. And one small rejection that really isn't rejection, but they're viewing it as rejection can set them, you know, off their path. Um, and it's unfortunate. So um, you've got to get yourself, whatever you do to this position of where you believe in yourself um, and grow your confidence and reading 10 uh, pages a day in the right type of books can really do that. Um, if you need book recommendations, please reach out to us, you know, comment. Um, we would love to share our book list with you. Um, there, there's so many amazing ones that can help you shift the way that you think and view things um, and kind of rewire your subconscious. I don't care what you grew up with. You can do the hard work and do the daily disciplines to change that. Um, you know, our, one of our mentors that Veronica and I both have, um, she wrote a book that's called step out of the box. 
And this box is this world that we've we've placed ourselves in, right? But everything we want is on the outside of that. And are we willing to really chase after it? So anyways, long story short, when I looked at this big concept of like, what do I do to win the day? I'm like you, I'm very systematic, but my morning routine starts with my evening routine. I have to go to bed before I want to go to bed because then I get my full seven to eight hours of sleep and I am just better. I show up to the world better when I'm not eating popcorn, drinking wine in front of the TV every night. Okay, so if you love to do that, me too. You're like my soulmate. I do that too. I love it. But I only allow myself to do it a couple nights a week. And typically it's weekends. When it's during the week, I am disciplined. My uh, butt is in bed at 8.30. So that way when my alarm goes off at 5 a.m., I can hit the ground running. And I can do, and I wrote down, um, I read a book called Miracle Morning. If you haven't read it, it's such a tremendous book. Um, it, it talks about how you set your day up and how you get up an hour before you normally get up to do your Miracle Morning. And I do prayer, meditation, affirmations, journaling, visualization, just like you. I read, um, and I read two separate things. I read my Bible, usually a devotional that... Um, I'm into, and then that personal or professional development, those 10 pages, um, 10, 15 minutes of my morning has to have that. It sets my head in the right trajectory of where my day is going. And then the last important piece is that exercise piece. So I do that first in that first hour of my day. And then the magic happens. Um, if you've um, heard of Stephen Covey, Stephen Covey um, has coined, you know, these seven habits for highly effective uh, people. That's also a really tremendous book. But number two, and I actually got to meet Stephen before he passed away. I think he passed away in 2012. Um, uh, him and his wife and his son, I believe it was his son. They came to a, a event that I was at. Um, I was overseas with the military, this time as a military spouse. And I went to a convention or a conference um, with a, a nonprofit organization called AWAG, A-W-A-G, and it stands for Americans Working Around the Globe. Um, basically, the nonprofit, I'll just give you a little snippet for our listeners if you're interested in your overseas. Um, they help train, strengthen, and connect leaders in military communities around the globe, and they provide leadership and professional development seminars. Um, to Americans living and working overseas. So I went to this AWIG event and their guest speaker was the Coveys. Can you even believe this? I know. So I got to meet him and um, it was really, really like monumental in my life um, because I have been an entrepreneur for so long. Um, and number two of the seven habits is start with the end in mind. And really this is kind of what I wanna break down, uh, Veronica, if you will, with me. And what that means is to begin each day, task or project with a clear vision of, of that desired direction or destination. And then of course you continue it up by flexing those proactive muscles and actually making things happen. But when we say begin, with the end in mind, right? So essentially that's mental creation. It's that visualization. Um, something is created twice. The first time inside your head, the second time is that physical manifestation, that physical creation, okay? So, I mean, anything, think about the light bulb, think about like any anything, it has been created twice, right? So your day is no different. So, everyone is gonna win their day differently because success looks differently, right? Veronica's right, right. version of success is different than Teresa's version of success. Um, so then you take those big, whatever that vision of your day is, and you break it down into small bite-sized pieces. So I'd love your thoughts on this. Um, this is just kind of, as I was thinking about what I do to be successful, I do this every single day. Yeah. And, you know, by the way, just so you know, I'm taking notes because that's what we do, right? We, we always yeah. have notebooks with us. We have all different size notebooks. Some go in the purse, some go 
there's always a notebook somewhere too because you never know when you're going to hear that nugget so I think that's just something as entrepreneurs that we got used to doing too Mm -hmm. um but you know as you're talking about this I was thinking um you know we have a six most important list that we kind of work with right yeah and um and I have two tell events. them what this means because yeah. this might be a foreign concept to people when we say six most important things list. What is that? Yeah, and and similar to um, the creator of seventy five hard, Andy Frazella, he has a list of five. That's um, your power list, or I can't remember what he calls it, but it's you know very similar, right? So we we go with six because that's what our founder taught uh, was the six most important list because it's not too many things to remember to do in a day or to get completed in a day and it's not too few right so what you want to do is you create a list and we use I like to use these type of notebooks and so part of it is for my six most important list part of it is for my notes that I take and um the first one that you put on your six most important list is your most important thing you must accomplish. Typically, that's the hardest thing of the day that you have to accomplish. You put at the top, get it out of the way, make it happen, and then get to the more you know fun ones, right? Um, so you go one through six of your most important items that you need to complete that day. Now, personally, I have one for my business and I'll have one for my personal life. Me too. If you're starting something like time to win, right? Or if you're starting something new in your business, those new habits are part of your list until they are no longer needed to be on the list. Mm-hmm. Once it becomes that habit, once it becomes a habit, you don't really need to have it on your list anymore. You need to add something new to the list. That's how we develop those habits over time right and and so with time to win let's say you're not somebody that ever exercises you're not someone who drinks water like that you're not someone who eats good food (laughs) then those need to be your top ones on your list and once you okay drinking a gallon of water a day is no big deal anymore it goes off the list yeah and then your next thing is on there you know whatever it may be so that's your top six for your personal your top six for your business or if you're just someone that feels like you can combine it, then fine. But, you know, I like to have the two separate ones. What do you think about that? Do you have the two separate, like a business oh, 100%. and a personal? Yeah, yeah, especially as a wife and a mom with three kids that have a lot of moving pieces. So I've got to have a personal one because it's always better for me to get it out of my head and onto the paper. I never want to feel like I'm dropping the ball. And I personally love a good checklist. I feel this rush of dopamine when I get to check something off of my list. So I like to have that visual reminder to keep me on track and then get that dopamine rush because winning equals motivation, right? Motivation is that fuel for success. So that's why we do this. We set ourselves up for success. If you haven't tried a six most important list, try it. It will, and you're not, you don't do it in the morning. You do it right, the night right. before, Create right? The night before, like you said, setting yourself up for the miracle morning begins at the night, you know, the night before. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You wake up with this clear vision of what needs to happen. Now, will you add some things? Probably, right? There may be something that you forgot, but it feels so good to get it out of your brain and on the paper in the evening. So you can go to bed and you can rest and you can rest well. How many of you listening are restless because you're like, oh, I can't forget this. And oh, I got to do this. And then you're getting up to write yourself a note, right? Or you're like, I'm not going to forget. I'm not going to forget. And then the next day you forget until the end of the day. And you're like, darn, I was supposed to get my oil changed. Yeah. Now, some people do well using their phone for all that kind of stuff. You know, if you if you're good with lists on your phone, that's fine. For me, I am just better with a notebook. Again, I think that's some military training, right? What did every soldier have to have? A pen and a notebook. Green book. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those green books, girl. Do you remember those? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? I actually had a few still left over and they were my books to use at, at first. And you know, I love that that little square that you make next to each thing that you get to check off inside the square. You know, are those, that's some of those things that you just learned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now I have the tiny little moleskin. Um, is that what it's called? Moleskin? No. No, I don't know that's what you're talking your, about. That's for your feet. Um, <laughs> it's mole something. I don't know. It's a book, a little notebook. And they're yeah. tiny and it goes in my in my handbag. And then, gotcha. um, yeah. So 
And I always have that to be able to make my list if I need to. Like, let's say I forgot the bigger notebook. Well, I can make my list because it should be fresh, right? Make it while I'm on the run and being able to get everything checked off that way too. Mm -hmm. I just think everybody should have paper and pen. That was just a great lesson from the military mm -hmm. to always have that available. So that mm -hmm. we can have our six most important lists constantly working, that we can take notes when we hear a great thought or something comes to mind, right? Just make a note of it. If you can't, if you yeah. don't have it with you, then make a voice message to yourself on your phone until you, you know, get a note written out. But, um, you know, just some, some good ideas there for, yeah, you know, on top of this thing. for sure, for sure. I would say, um, think of it almost like a grocery list. You know how, when you run out of something, it's important to jot it down because, on Sunday or whatever day you do your grocery shopping, what are the chances that you're going to remember everything, right? Um, it also too, I'm, I'm excited to talk money um, in one of our podcasts. I've learned so many amazing money saving tips along the way. Um, I've had the honor and privilege of teaching Financial Peace University, um, the Dave Ramsey program, um, four or five times for my church. And uh, my husband and I have gone through Financial Peace twice. Um, and we are completely debt free except for our mortgage and we are just lumping it away and y'all we have um, 11 investment properties so like we have really worked hard and diligent some of these important principles um, that we've learned I'm excited to be able to share but it's no different than when you go to the grocery store with a list and clear direction versus not a list and you have no idea what you're going to make for dinner you can come home with a whole bunch of food, but do you have the components that are needed to make the meals for your family or for yourself, right? Maybe, probably not. You probably have forgotten something. And then I have found that you have to go back to the grocery store multiple times to get those items throughout the week. So you essentially spend so much more money. And this is like this big epiphany that I had this last June after I've taught all these classes, uh, we kind of got out of the habit and our behavior started to slack. And I sat down like, where's all of our money going, honey? Where is all of our money going? And he was like, I don't know, when's the last time we did a budget? And I'm like, um, it's been a minute. So I sat down, guess, just guess how many times we went to the grocery store or Dollar General for food in the month, this was last June. 10. I wish it was 10. Oh it my was, gosh. It was 32. Oh. I know. Once a day. Oh my gosh. Girl, what that. are you oh, buying at the Dollar General? What is going on at Dollar General? <laughs> I know sometimes, and then you go in there for, oh, I forgot the you know, that bag of corn, because our dollar generals now have a full freezer aisle, right? Or I forgot, you know, the kids want Parmesan cheese for their spaghetti and we ran out. Risk run the dollar general and snag it. It's more expensive there. And then you walk past something else and you grab that too. So now you're not just spending $3.50, you're spending 10 or 12 because you see other things. I'm telling you, this one important concept of writing it down, making a list and sticking to your list will save you hundreds of dollars a month. So important. And then the other thing I wanted yeah. to say, do you have something you want to add? I, I do. What I do is I use my phone. I shop mm -hmm. from my phone for my groceries. Okay. But I don't have obviously as many children, you know, or anybody at the house. It's just me and the dogs most of the time. So yeah. I order my usuals, my eggs, my ground beef, my fruit, and I don't know, my, oh, my creamer for my coffee. And then like, it's very simple what I eat. I only eat pretty much ground beef, fruit, and eggs, and <laughs> cheese. I do eat the, the cheese, goat milk cheese, and, and sometimes shredded, regular shredded cheese. Um, And then uh, my pizza for once a week. So I'll order that, and then the dog food, I'll order that too. Then I'll go pick it up. Or I'll have it delivered. If I have it delivered, then there's obviously more being spent because I get paid for the tip and you got to pay for the delivery and all that. Well, I, I think I have where I pay in advance for all the delivery. But if I go to King Supers, Kroger's, whatever, and pick it up, it's free. And all I'm getting is what is on the list. So it's kind of the same thing, right? right. You're making a list. It's just a different way to do it. And it saves me a lot of time because I don't have to go in and shop because I know, and that's part of me helping myself with 
my um, food. <laughs> I know shiny objects get me every time. Oh, a hundred percent. And that marketing will make me rationalize why that carrot cake is so important mm -hmm. to buy, you know? I know because or whatever you deserve it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, I deserve this is my one thing, you know? So um, I know. Yeah. Great it helps tips. me be much more intentional on what I'm purchasing. <laughs> it saves me time. It saves me money and it saves me calories. Yeah. Yeah. You'll find some of the most successful people. What makes them successful is their intentionality in all that they do. So by defining your daily wins, how to win your day, starting with the end in mind, this is all of this contributes to you being intentional to set you up for success. We want you to be successful. There's nothing that would give me greater joy than to have people listen to our podcast and implement some of the things we're talking about in their lives and experienced enhanced success. That would be so incredible. Um, I will challenge you though, make sure you focus on when you're making your six most important lists, because sometimes we can get cloudy in this. I know you mentioned, and I wrote it down, that number one is your hardest task, but I want you to focus on things that you can control because you can only control the input, not the output. Okay, so here's what I mean by that. What can you control? So as entrepreneurs in our specific business, we can control who we call. We can control how many calls we make or messages we send in a day, how many touches we do in a day. We can control how many days a week we're doing that. We can control the confidence we bring to the table in the call. You know, there's something that I learned from Mary Kay Ash in her book. She said that before she would make her calls, she would run around the kitchen table a couple of times. So that way she would get her adrenaline pumping and she would sound excited, right? Yep. So when I'm not feeling it, you better believe I run around my kitchen table so I can get everything pumping and moving so I sound more confident. I sound more excited. And when you're confident and excited, people are going to be like, I want to be part of that. You yeah. also control the message that you are delivering out. Okay. That you can control. Now, what can't you control? You can't control who responds or what they say. Okay. They may say yes. They may, they may be snarky. You can't control that. Maybe they had a bad day and someone peed in their Wheaties, right? You also can't control the weather, right? And why am I bringing this up? Well, because sometimes, right? If you're a reactive person, you're often affected by your physical environment a lot. Think about the reactive people in your life, right? They're constantly reacting to the things that happen to them. Um, they find external um, sources to blame uh, for their behavior right? Um, if the weather is good, <laughs> then they feel good and they're up and they're happy and they're excited. But if it isn't, it affects their attitude and their performance. And they then blame whatever that external factor is, aka the weather, right? We can exchange weather out for a lot of other external factors, right? Like your spouse, right? Like, I'm just saying, I'm just so saying. If we're ever mad at our spouse, we're just going to say the weather's not good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll the know what you mean. acting up around here. The weather's acting up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can go ahead and just drop that in the comments if your weather is acting up in your household too. <laughs> so um, reactive people say things like, I can't, or I have to, or if only, right? That's what reactive people sounds like. Well, get rid of all of that languaging. And we want to encourage you to be proactive. So proactive people, right? They take responsibility for their life, for their business. They do not blame circumstances, conditions, or conditioning for their behavior. You must take personal responsibility for this. And I'll tell you the best work you do is the work you do on yourself, right? The best work. Proactive people, they know they can choose their behavior. 
So you use language like I can, I will, I prefer. And then my last tip, something that I personally, to win my day, have to do. And I almost think it's not the most important, but it is vital. And that is to remove the distractions. You know what distracts you and what causes you to be unfocused in your day. If you don't, there's a really good book I like to read. Can you tell? Yeah, your phone, your device. Yes, social media texting, emails, phone calls, right? So much grabs at our attention a day. Um, but there's a really good book. It's called Undistracted by, I think it's by Bob Goff, um, G-O-F-F. And it's basically, I think his subtitle is Capture Your Purpose and Rediscover Your Joy. Um, so, but it's called Undistracted. So if you struggle with distraction, you got to get a handle on it. For me, I do not check my email or social media immediately in the day. Like when I get up, I do my miracle morning and it does not include a device. Like I am centered and focused. And then I do that after I get into the office. I check that stuff. Otherwise, and it's actually psychological, like it is like pure statistics of what is going on inside of your brain. When you check that stuff immediately, first thing, it releases this dopamine and your body craves it almost like a drug all day long. So if you start with it, you're addicted to it all day, which is why you keep reaching for it when it's not close to you or not in your hand. So just try it, put it aside, don't do it first thing and see if that causes you to be more focused. Very good tips. Absolutely. And that is hard, especially when everything is connected, like the watch is connected to the phone is connected to the heart rate. Right. So we got to have, you know, so I, if I'm yeah. jumping on my bike in the morning, I want my heart monitor on then yeah. this thing is buzzing. Like today I even left my phone, like not near me just so I could have focus on my workout on my bike. And, but you know, you can still, it's still buzzing and I know. there's, there's so many ways. And then I'm mountain time. So my friends that are Eastern time have already been going for two hours ahead of me. And I feel like I'm missing something by living in mountain time. Because <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm a FOMO girl. I don't want to miss anything, you know. So it is so tempting for me to look at it first thing in the morning. Plus, you know, what is it? The alarm is attached to it. So as soon as you turn off the alarm, you know, it's so there's just so many things like Chris, my husband is so disciplined with this. He is so disciplined. He has a separate alarm, like a little pocket alarm, like the little clock thing. You know, of course, he has it with him right now and he's not here. But um, it, it is like you're so old school with that. He's like, yeah, but my phone isn't in here. And and then the other thing is there's no Wi-Fi, you know, things going through your brain either during the night. So I do try to turn that off. But um, <laughs> and then it's like, well, what about an emergency? OK, put the phone across the room. And if there's an emergency and someone needs to call you you'll probably hear it buzzing at some point, you know, if they're calling you, mm -hmm. their stalker calling you. Um, and then that way, if I do put the alarm on the phone, you, you know, use the phone because I haven't bought like the little travel clock yet. Then I have to get up and walk across the room to turn it right. off so that turn it doesn't off. allow for a snooze, right? So mm -hmm. there's some fun things you can build in that help with that. And mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's actually a feature on your phone that for the people that are the most important, right? If they call, they can bypass your um, your mute feature. So you can go into these smart devices now and say, you know, these three people let my phone actually ring and not be on vibrate. So that way it would wake you up and still not be distracted. So, yeah, you know. I love that. I, during the day, I will put mine on, um, I, you know, and on an iPhone, when you pull from the top left, right, oops, that was my camera. Um, but it will pull this little screen up right. and I will go into my focus, set your focus for what you want. And mine auto turns on for work during work days. And I, if you call me it, and you're not one of my top three, boo, you ain't my top three. You ain't getting through. <laughs> I know I go to silent mode. She's, she's on silent mode again. Okay, fine. 
Um, I did that once and I couldn't figure out how to get it back. So I wasn't getting anything. I was on complete do not disturb. <laughs> I'm like blocking everybody. They all thought that I was mad at them or whatever, but that's so funny. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah, but I finally got that figured out. Got it back off of there. So yeah, I'll have to dig into that a little bit more. Well, if um, you don't know, ask a teenager. Yeah, my son will right? figure it out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was okay. Okay. Real fun story. Just to get to know Teresa a little bit better. We were at the beach, right? We had just gotten there and it was a beautiful day, a little bit overcast. And we sat down, my husband and I, we were in our beach chairs. The kids were playing, <laughs> building sandcastles and this cute family, cute family sat down next to us and they had five kids. Okay. Oh my. Two yeah. girls and three boys. And they just looked really friendly, but the little girls were about the same age. They looked the same size and I have a five-year-old. So I was like, Eleonora, go talk to her. And she goes, no, mommy, I don't know her. And I said, go be friendly, make a friend. You'll enjoy your beach time so much more. And she like took two steps and then paused and then like looked back at me. I'm like, you can do it. I believe in you. You're strong. You're brave. You're fun. You're friendly. You know, like just go do it. So she took a couple more steps and she looked back at me and I'm like, and then the other mom seen what I was doing. Cause they, they were close, but not close. Right. And she was like, come on over here. And we met this sweet family on the beach and we just had the best time. We spent like four hours talking with them and they do like missions work. And Eva was the same age as their, one of their older daughters. And Elias was the same age as one of their sons. So they just all went off in the water, walking the beaches and we sat and we talked. So long story short, I um, we were going to exchange phone numbers at the end so we could stay in contact. And um, he goes, is your airdrop on. I'm like, I should know how to do this. I should know how to do this. Don't look dumb, Teresa, right? I am not that techie, but I'm pretty good. And he goes, I'm like, um, he goes, just, just hand me your phone. This, and he, I think he was 16, sweet <laughs> boy. And I handed him my phone and he did things on my phone in like five seconds that I've never yeah. seen my phone do before. And I was like, oh, how did you do that? And he goes, you all do this. That's what he said. <laughs> you all do. I'm like, what is you all? He goes, your generation. Here, I'll show you. And and he showed me it was the sweetest thing. So if you don't know how to do it, find a teenager. They know how to do what you want to do quickly and can teach you. There you go. Get it done. Yeah, find a teenager. <laughs> they can save the day. That is for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, this has been fun. It has been. It has been. And, you know, again, all these, uh, you know, Teresa went into more of the business side of it, the daily wins in your personal life, kind of carrying over to your business side of it. It's the same principle. It's the same principle as far as how you organize it, how you operate it, and how you build those good habits every day that, yeah. you know, in the end, at the, at the end of the day, especially for people, Teresa, who may have a low confidence level coming in to something, for sure. you know, um, maybe they've had a lot of conditions placed on them in the past. Maybe, uh, you know, the past is so much of who we are and there's so many things that can be triggered, especially in business. And like you said, somebody says, no, somebody rejects, whatever, whatever. And now you and I, we have a little thicker skin because we were yelled at by drill sergeants and, you know, <laughs> Yeah, you can tell me no all day long because yeah, they had a be tough love stick. Like he pulled out an axe handle with no axe, and he literally wrote with a sharpie, "tough love stick." And I was like, "Oh my god, what does he do with that?" That scared the crap out of me. I never did anything wrong. <laughs> oh my goodness, I think I was bad. I was in um, early '90s when things were just a little. We're, we're going to teach you girls a lesson for joining the army. We're going to teach y'all a lesson. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> uh, we weren't allowed to look at the guys when they walked by. We ought to put our heads down. You know, that was, of course, in the training parts. But yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. That was basic training. Put your head down when the Joes walk by and things like that. So, but we were pretty scared. We were pretty scared. Uh, wow. And 
rightly so. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so after some of the things I was called, uh, <laughs> and then of course my first marriage, the things I was called, I mean, you know, after so much of that, you're just like, yeah, I called me that word, I'm like, whatever, that's nothing compared to what I've been called. So there's, there's that perspective, yeah. but then there's others that that can really be heart, you know, heartbreaking. And so I think when you, well, no, I know this, when you complete these daily tasks that you've mm-hmm. written down, your confidence level will soar mm-hmm. because you are winning the day. That's and right. When you win in, and when you win the days, you win the week. Mm-hmm. And when you win the weeks, you win the month. And when you win the months, you win the year. That's <laughs> and right. And so on and so on. And that's how confidence is built on yeah. these very simple tasks that are important that need to be done daily. And then they can become a little more complex tasks. So right. start with the simple ones, get more complex as you go, as your confidence level grows. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. just kind of where I'd like to, you know, kind of leave that because yeah. I think confidence is such a big deal and this is what helps build it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so realistically, just to kind of recap, like what key points did we discuss? Well, what, you know, figure out your miracle morning routine. You know, Veronica has her checklist of things that are important to her to set her day up for success. Um, make sure that your goal setting, you start with the end in mind, get very clear by doing your six most important list. Um, write those things down. One for personal, if you if you need it, and one for your your business as an entrepreneur. Um, and those things, when you start to implement them, will create those wins for you to win. So, and that's what we want, right? Is to continue to win. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, what a wonderful episode two of the yeah. podcast. <laughs> and we will be back next week with episode three. And we are also going to start booking some guests on our podcast. We're going to have some fun things to talk about and a lot of different insight as well. So y'all have wait. an amazing week and we will see you next time. Bye. All right. Bye.